millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Hello, I'm Joy Addo and I am the host of Joy's World, the podcast, and I am doing a takeover of the Dope Black Women podcast. Woo! I'm so excited. I'm actually excited. I'm actually happy. Can you tell that I'm happy? Don't. And just, just to let you guys know, I do do funny voices all the time. So if that's going to upset you, then I I sincerely do not apologise. Um, you know, we, we're out here, we're out here, we're out here. So as I mentioned, I am the host and creator, obviously, of Joy's World, the podcast. Um, that is my baby. Uh, I, I think I've been doing it for about four years now. Um, but... When people ask me, like, what's your podcast about? I always say the same thing, which is this. Joy's World, the podcast, is a unique insight into the life of a fat, black, blind, sexy, single mother of one and all my juicy bits. And a lot of the time, <laughs> people react like, oh, don't call yourself that. Don't call yourself fat. Duh, 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 duh. So I'm just going to, like... So that you guys can get to know me a bit more, I'm going to break each point down and kind of like talk you through how I came to that, why I came to that and what it basically means to me. So obviously I do feel like I have a unique outlook on life because of my disability. Um, so that is why I put that in there. That's That one's quite straightforward. Um, people, you know, there are a lot of blind and vision impaired people that I'm friends with and we all see differently, but I'll come back to that in a bit. Um, but the first one is fat. So, <laughs> your girl is a BBW. I like my girl's BBW. Mm. The type that want to soak you dry, then eat some lunch to do. Do you know that song? Yeah, that song. I can't, wait, who's... It's Drake and Chris Brown, I think. Anyway, it's a sidebar, sidebar, sidebar. Um, oh, sorry, I do that a lot as well. I sing. Mm -hmm. I sing. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start. You're gonna, you're gonna switch off now, aren't you? You're gonna switch. Just get bear with me. Um. So yeah, I, I'm fat, innit? Like I'm a fat age. You know what I mean? And actually, so, uh, last year, 
I uh, decided to have weight loss surgery. So I had a gastric sleeve fitted. I've done a few episodes um, about that on my podcast. And I also interviewed my surgeon um, to talk about the surgery in in more depth. Um, But yeah, I made the decision to have weight loss surgery because I was fat. I was getting bigger. And when I say fat, like to me, like I get that to other people it can be offensive like if someone calls you fat but for me I call myself fat because I'm just like I am like like literally there is fat on my body like you know um I just don't I'm I just don't really let that word offend me because I could say plus size I could say curvy and that's fine like if that's what people choose to describe themselves as but for me like I just like to call it what it is you know what I mean call a spade a spade so I went from a UK size 26 um and I'm now currently uh like a I think I'm 16 slash 18 um so last time I checked I lost about 90 pounds um and yeah I'm just living my life that's that's it and I I did an episode about the surgery and and like how I came to that decision why I came to that decision so if you are somebody that's thinking about it or if you're just more like interested in hearing about it in more depth you should definitely check out those episodes because I'm I'm very like open that's <laughs> I'm too open keep your legs closed bitch um that's one thing that I like to be is like open like I don't care like I don't have secrets I, I don't I don't really care and also I feel like it's okay, like, people talk about body positivity, and people say, like, you should love yourself, blah, 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 and that is amazing, that is all well and good, but actually, sometimes, it takes people a little while to get to that stage where they do love themselves, and I am pro, like, if you want to have surgery, do what you want, I'm not, like, I'm not someone that's necessarily, like, I'm not going to tell anyone, like, they need surgery or anything like that, who the fuck am I, but I'm saying, like, I think as women, we should be able to do what the fuck we want and not worry about the judgment. Um, and that's something that worried me uh, before I got my weight loss surgery. I had people be like, you're not that big. It's just your boobs. You're not that big. You're not that big. I'll tell you how many times I heard that. And it's like, okay, you might not think I'm that big, but I, I felt it and I didn't feel happy. Um, now I, I, I feel so much happier. I'm really glad I did it. I don't have any regrets. I don't care like what anybody has to say friends family strangers because there's there's a lot of keyboard warriors out there isn't there Mm -hmm. we don't care Mm -mm. nope not not in we don't have time not in 2022 we don't we don't have time so yeah that is that is why I'm fat okay okay cool okay so moving on black obviously I'm black I mean not obviously I had a lot of (laughs) do you know what I hate I hate when people are like, you don't sound black. What does that, what does that mean? Like, what, what does that mean? How, how do I sound? I'm very confused. I'm very confused. Um, but yeah, so for me, I feel like over the years, I have learned to be a bit more confident in my blackness I guess and what I mean by that is in 2022 I don't care about making white people feel comfortable because a lot of the time they make me feel uncomfortable and I would like when I was younger I wouldn't say anything and sometimes didn't know what to say but actually listening to more black women speak and educate me and educate other people has actually made me feel a lot more confident and feel like no if I'm in a situation and 
somebody's mate said something inappropriate or racist or whatever like I'm gonna say something and I don't and that's okay and you and I don't have to worry about coming across as like the angry black woman like I don't have to worry about that um well I shouldn't worry about that sorry should I say when I and that was something I did when I was younger um and yeah I'm very much now and also sometimes I felt like I wasn't educated enough to speak on issues so like I would just say nothing you know but actually I've come to realize that I don't have to know everything about black history to know when something is racist or feels racist and actually I don't have to be quiet um so yeah 2022 you don't care about making white people feel comfortable anymore it's not important um shout out to you if you're white big up your big up yourselves yeah um blind okay so i i i identify as blind but my actual diagnosis is um severely sight impaired or visually impaired however you want to got there's so many terminologies um i was born with a condition called chronic uveitis which is inflammation at the back of the eye and <coughs> And um, my mum realised that I wasn't, like, playing with the other kids the same. Like, I wasn't, like, grabbing toys. And I walked into a lamppost. Now, let me tell you, since then, I have walked into many more lampposts, okay? Me and lampposts have a history. Um, so, yeah, I, walk, I walked into a lamppost. And she was like, okay, I'm taking her to the hospital. She saw a consultant. And I was like, nah, she's fine. You're being a paranoid mother. She's fine. Nothing wrong with her eyes. Nothing wrong. I don't know if they spoke like that, but in my head, that's how they spoke. Um, and then she, she was like, well, I'm not leaving until someone else sees her. And then finally got the diagnosis. So, I was like, yep, yeah, she's got this condition, blah, 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 blah. So, since the age of four, my vision's got worse and worse. Um, I've had cataracts. I've had detached retinas. I've had a burst blood vessel. So, one Easter, I remember waking up and only seeing red in my eye. That was very scary. The detached retina as well was very painful. That shit is painful, man. Very painful. Guys, don't detach your retina. Don't do it. It's very painful. Yeah, I'm telling you, and the idea of have surgery is very long. Anyway, um, then when I was nine, they removed the lens in my right eye, which made me totally blind in my right eye from the age of nine. And then it's just been lots of surgeries. I would say roughly about 14, maybe, maybe more, um, in my left eye to try and keep me with a small amount of vision. So when I last went to the hospital, they said that I have, without glasses, I have about 10% vision um, with my glasses. So my glasses are very thick, like my body. Ooh, do you see what I did there? Um, so yeah, my glasses are really thick. I don't even know what the, don't ask me what the prescription is. I don't fucking know. I'll just go spec safers and get my free glasses. Do you know what I mean? Other opticians are available. Um, but yeah, I, um, so with my glasses, like, it's really hard to describe what I can see and that's why I just say I'm blind because it's just long when you say to people you're visually impaired half half of the people don't even know what that means they don't they're like what does that mean they don't know and then the other half was like you know so so what can you see can you see me no can you see my spots no leave me alone um so I've decided to diagnose myself with um 
<clears throat> with a condition called penis perception. And that basically means that it, when someone I don't like asks me what I can see, um, I'm going to tell them I have penis perception, which means I only see big dicks. So stop talking to me. Thank you. That's 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 what I have. Do you know, it's it's a really difficult condition. I'm not gonna lie, um, and uh, it's quite hard because you know the little ones. They kind of like, they kind of try and come in, um, but no, I'm I'm, I'm, joking, I'm joking, guys. I joke. I don't have penis. I wish I had that. To be fair, um, but yeah, like so. In terms of like text, I can read like large print text like on my phone. It's all like on the highest highest the largest even text um so i can see that but it doesn't work with all apps so like whatsapp text messages i can see them but on like apps like facebook it doesn't actually um enlarge so i have to use something called voiceover which is built into all iphones in case you didn't know um you can just go on your settings turn on voiceover and it reads everything on your screen um yeah, it's, it's fucking amazing, to be fair. Um, me and all my blind friends use it. And you know what I was thinking the other day? It's like, no one actually taught me how to use voiceover. Like, I just learned from my other blind friends. I was just like, so how do I do this? How do I do that? And now I just use it. Um, but yeah, I always, like, say this to people. Because, like, my biggest thing is, like, raising awareness about visual impairment. Because people, when they think of blindness, they don't think of it as a spectrum. But it is. Um, and there's only like 10% of blind people that are actually totally blind. And also when people think total, they think, oh, you only see black, but they don't see black because we don't know, we don't know what black is. So like in my right eye, I cannot say to you that it's black. It's, it doesn't, it's not black. Like when I close my left eye that I have a bit of vision in, then yes, that looks dark, but the right eye doesn't look like that. Does that make sense? Like it's, it's really weird, but yeah. I have a lot of blind friends that tell me, no, we don't see black. We don't know what black is, so how can we see it? Do you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah. But, like, understanding that... So, when I was younger, I didn't really know where I, where I would fit in because I would go to, like, blind groups, but then some of them would be a bit like, oh, like, you're not, you're not total, so you, you don't understand us. But then I wasn't sighted enough to be with sighted people because I couldn't see half of the shit that was going on. And then, I, like, now, obviously, like, growing up and stuff, I've I've found my my tribe and, you know, visual impairment is now something that people talk about and people are more, like, open to, like, discussing how much they can see and the different levels of vision. Like, honestly, some people have depth perception, some people don't, some people have um, peripheral vision, some people, like, see dots, some people see float, have floaters, some people see clouds, like, it's so varied, um, and it's just really hard, and as I say, like, imagine, like, having to, like, explain that to every person you meet, it's long, so I just, like, yeah, I can't see, man, I can't see shit, bro, can't see shit. So, I say all that to say, if you're good looking, do you know what I mean? Find me on Instagram, at Joy's World, the podcast, and just DM me, do you know what I mean? Um, I can see pictures. <laughs> Why am I like this? Um, I can see pictures, I have to like zoom in on them, but I can't see things like people's eyelashes. I can't see like if you've got a spot. So if you've got bare spots, just message me, innit? Me can I see them? But I will feel them. I'm joking, I definitely won't. Also, also... Blind people don't go around feeling people's faces, just in case you don't know, because that is a question I get asked a lot. Um, <coughs> I ain't feeling nobody's face, okay? That is dirty, okay? That is disgusting. So no, we don't go around 
feeling people's faces. I'm trying to think if there's like any other like misconceptions that I've heard. Oh, also, also, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Our canes don't tell us where to go. And and guess what? Guess what? Imagine, imagine guide dogs, guide dogs, yeah. They don't tell us where to go either. They don't have a fucking clue. Do you know what I mean? I used to have a guide dog, actually. She was called Faith. Imagine, Faith and Joy. Amazing. And she was ginger. I think I was, like, was I 19 when I had her? And I'm 27 now, by the way, in case anyone cares. Um, Yeah, she was a lovely dog, but she just needed more training, boy. Oh, my God. Oh, my Jesus. It was, oh, it was difficult. But, yeah, I... um. I, I had her, but she just was not... She was just kept wanting to eat things off the floor. She was not guiding me properly. It was terrible. So, in the end, I had to give her back. They gave her more training and they gave her to somebody else. Um, but, oh, she was so lovely. Like, I wish I could have kept her as a pet. But because she was of working age, like, I couldn't do that. Um, so, yeah, I always say, like, I would get another guide dog one day. But only when I'm, like, older and not wanting to, like, go out drinking all the time. I like drinking all the time, drinking all the time, drinking all the time. I'm joking. I'm a sophisticated young lady and a responsible mother. <coughs> Bullshit. Um, so I, I would never do that, obviously. But it's hard enough to get childcare, let alone dog care. That's why I can't get a dog. But I, I kind of want a dog, but I don't want to walk it. I'm a bit lazy sometimes. Leave me alone. Don't judge. Don't judge. It's okay to be lazy sometimes. Um, Yeah. Any other misconceptions about blindness? What do I want to say? Oh, do you know? Oh, this is what I want to say, right? And I speak about this again a lot on my pod. Is that I find that especially... I'll come on to dating a bit later, but I feel like people in general find it hard to see beyond your disability. So when I'm at home, obviously I don't use my cane. It's just by the door, stay there. I get on with my life. I genuinely like forget that I can't see sometimes when I'm at home because I just do what I need to do, do everything, do my washing, do my cleaning, do whatever, live my life. And you just learn to like adjust to like what you need. Um, and it's it's only when I step outside that I'm reminded like, oh shit, bitch, you different. Okay, because like I went to the doctors the other day on Monday and um, I hadn't done that route in a long time. And like, I can't see like building numbers or anything like that um and it was like I was like really nervous like, I get really bad like travel anxiety because I like if I'm just walking somewhere like I was walking to the doctors but if anything had changed like on that route so like that day it was bin day so there was like people's bins were like further into the pavement than they usually like would be um also there was that you know that <laughs> I was gonna say machine it's not a machine you know the truck the the truck that cleans the streets I don't know what, you know what I mean? It cleans like the side of the pavement, not the pavement, the road. You know exactly what I mean. I don't know what it's called and now I sound stupid, but that thing, that vehicle, that was there where I needed to cross and it was so loud that I then couldn't hear if cars were coming. So I was standing there like a fucking dumpling for about, I don't know how long it was. It felt like ages, waiting for it to go further down the road. Cause obviously there's no point in me, look left, look right, look, what are you looking for? what are you seeing um no i do look left and right actually because i can see if a car is very close to me but by that point is is no point you know what i mean i just cross the road and hope for the best sometimes i even sing to myself please don't run me over um no i, I really do do that i'm i'm not lying i'm i actually do i just cross the road and hope for the best obviously i listen out if i don't hear anything i'm like mm, i think it's safe to cross let me see if i can make it to the other side of the road without dying 
listen, it's real life. And do you know what's annoying? Bikes, because bikes don't make that much noise. Obviously, do you know what I mean? Like, mm, they're annoying. They should like go ding, ding, ding when they're approaching. Pissing me off, fucking bikes. And electric cars. Shout out to you, you've got an electric car in it, but they, they're too quiet. So again, do you know what I feel like is the responsibility of the driver? Like, if you see me crossing the fucking road, yeah, just fucking slam your brakes down. And why are your brakes not working? Because I know some of you shabby drivers, yeah, that's like, oh, I need to get my brakes fixed, yeah, but I can't. I don't know if you talk like that, but maybe you talk like that. Um, yeah, if you've got dodgy brakes, just think about the blind people. Think about me. Okay, so go and get your car MOT'd or whatever it is that you need to do. Okay, get your brakes fixed. Fix your brakes. Okay, fix your brakes because you need to stop when you see me coming and all my sexiness. Um, so yeah, I don't have a white cane, I have a pink and purple cane. I call it my pimp stick because I am a motherfucking pimp. Um, I'm definitely not a pimp. I'm not deaf. We do not condone pimping, big pimping. Um, yeah. So yeah, that I I like. And do you know what I always say when I get rich, when I get rich, if I get rich, when I get a husband or a wife, um, I I want to buy a cane in every color, um, and I also want to get a rainbow one. I feel like that that might be my next one. I want to see. They do lots of colors. They do like blue, green, yellow. I think they do gold, but I don't know what kind of gold. Like, because you know you can get gold and it might look a bit shabby. I don't want it to look shabby. That's why I'm scared to get a gold one. I think a sparkly gold one might be nice. They even do a black one. Then I'll definitely look like a pimp. Do you know what I mean? Just need some crystals at the top of it. But yeah, currently my cane is pink and purple. But I want to get multicolored to match every outfit, match my mood. Do you know what I mean? I don't really want a green or a blue one. I don't really like green or blue. Do you know what I mean? But I will. I would buy that just for the collection. Because when I'm rich, money will be no object and I can buy what I want. Absolute shit. I'm chatting. Absolute. I mean, no, do you know what? you got to hope that you get rich, innit? Get rich or die trying. Isn't that what, um, what's his face? 50 Cent said. Right, so the next point is sexy. <coughs> so I am sexy, okay? And I'm saying that in the least sexy way possible. I am sexy. I'm too sexy for my shirt. Is that the words? I think so. So sexy, it hurts. Um, do you know what? Since I had my surgery, I've kind of like been rediscovering my body. And I definitely feel like a sexy babes. I'm a sexy babes. I don't even care. And do you know what? I feel like everyone should feel sexy. Like it doesn't matter like, like what the beauty standard is is that the beauty standard definitely ain't me is it it's not me but i i feel really good i've been posting a lot of pictures in lingerie i'm not gonna lie um i just i feel great like i feel i feel fantastic i feel fucking fantastic yeah um and i think yeah i, I said this on my instagram actually is that i feel like sexiness is a feeling because not everyone's gonna find you sexy obviously obviously but they're like who like who in the world does everybody find sexy because i've even had people tell me that beyonce's not sexy so i'm sorry if that's your opinion then you know clearly there's just no winning here there's no winning like some people like big girls some people like small girls some people like big boobs some people like little boobs like it doesn't matter like what whatever you've got like i feel like you should um try and uh, feel sexy or do what you want to make yourself feel sexy. Do you know what I mean? Um, 
And yeah, I, I always like buy lingerie, but I don't wear it. Like I don't wear lingerie for men. Is that weird? Is that is that weird? I mean, let me know, guys. Message me. Let me know if that's weird because I, I think that's a little bit weird. But yeah, I kind of wear it like from for myself and for a photo, obviously. Um, but yeah. Anyways, so I, maybe one day I'll do it. I need to find find partner. Let me find partner. Anyone want to be my partner? Um, yeah. So uh, the next one is single mother. So I have my baby. She's not a baby. She's a big girl. She's six. She's six years old now. Um, Janelle. Um, her name is Janelle. And the other day I said that to somebody, and I was like, they started laughing. I'm like, why are you laughing at my child's name? You fucking prick, dickhead. Anyways, <coughs> so Janelle is six, and she is my angel. <sighs> she's a naughty girl. If you have kids, then you know they they are just annoying in it. But I love her. But she's annoying. But I love her. She's very annoying, but I absolutely love her. Wouldn't have it any other way. Do you know what I mean? Um, I have been a single parent from the start. Um, and I actually gave birth to Janelle in the back of a cab. I'm very proud of that. I don't know why. I've done a lot in the back of a cab. Can I just say? No, that's not. No, 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 not like that. Absolutely. Not. I mean, giving birth is a lot to do in the back of a cab, right? So, yeah. That, if you want to hear that my labour story, that is episode one of my podcast. Because that was a mazzling. A mazzling. It was absolutely crazy. Um, I couldn't believe it. I'm sorry. I, I did three big pushes and she was in my knickers, right? I couldn't fucking believe it. And can I just say, and I think about this now, I'm like, I'm not a good mum. Because I didn't put my hands down there to catch her. I just pushed. And now I think about it, if I didn't have those knickers on, she would have fallen on the floor. Because my legs were like outside of the cab and I was lying on the back seat. Um, so yeah, shout out to them knickers. Also, speaking of knickers, I really like granny knickers. Like I don't like full briefs, give me them all day. I can't be wearing no thongs. I don't like things in between my butt cheeks. Like it, it makes me feel weird. Like my friend D, shout out to D. Always everywhere I go, shout out to D. Love her. Um, she she tried to be like, Joy, wear thongs, like it's better, it's better. Mm -hmm. I tried it, I don't like it. I don't like it. And I swear, I like things going over my stomach. I don't like it underneath my stomach. Do you know what I mean? Maybe that's weird. Does anyone else feel like that? Does anyone else like a full brief for Marks and Sparks? Other retailers are available. Um, yeah, full briefs all the way. And those full briefs caught my daughter. So, we thank full briefs for Janelle's life. We do. And he was really nice, actually, the cab driver. He was called Tariq. And he came... We had to give him money. My mum had to give him 50 quid to clean his car because he had a white car. And imagine her and the midwife were wiping my afterbirth off the side of the car. Embarrassing. This is embarrassing. Um, so, yeah. And then we had to give him 50 pounds to go and get his car cleaned. And then he came to visit us two weeks later. Um, he knocked on my door and was like, oh, I was a cab driver. I just want to see if the baby's okay. I was like, yeah, she's fine. He's like, does she want to buy my car? I'm thinking, hey, stop it. With what money are we buying your car? Keep your car. Keep your car um so yeah um do you know what motherhood is challenging anyway let alone having a visual impairment as well it took me a long time to kind of like ask for help or accept help because I always felt like I had to prove a point even when I was pregnant and I was just going to like midwife appointments there was always like an assumption like oh you're blind you must have a partner where's your husband I'm like husband where 
I want one, find me one. If you can find one, I'll take it. Um, so yeah, I kind of like did it all on my own. Like, well, between me and my mum, my mum has been my biggest support. I absolutely love her. Like she's helped me so much. Um, but yeah, yeah. Basically, what I'm saying is, parenting is difficult no matter what. Um, but I found a really good like blind mums connect group. Um, and they gave me so much advice, so much tips on parenting, what I could do um, in terms of like what slings to buy because obviously I'm using a cane so I couldn't push a buggy. Then they told me about a buggy that I could pull behind me so I did that. Um, that was great. And it's really weird because little things like that, like not being able to push a buggy, when I was pregnant it really upset me. Like I was li like, I'm like, I can't be a proper mum if I can't push a buggy. And it may sound really weird but it's like little things like that you kind of expect mothers to do when you have a barrier that is like it kind of I feel like that's when like having a visual impairment kind of upsets me if that makes sense but as I say rather than get sad about it I found a solution and uh, I still got that buggy now mate it's in the garage but it's probably a bit dusty so if I was to have another child definitely buy enough one for Margot thank you very much <coughs> other retailers are available um but yeah no I I um and I think as well, like, so now Janelle's six, like, when we go out and stuff, she'll be like, mummy, there's a step, mummy, there's a tree, like, she's just so sweet, like, she's just learning, and she has blind godparents, so she's very used to, like, being around blind people, and she understands that, you know, she needs to pick up her toys off the floor because mummy can't see them, uh, it was funny because I, I had a friend's child over and he was trying to show me something on the phone, but he was a bit far away from me. And Janelle was like, you have to go closer to her. My mummy can't see that. And I was like, oh, bless ya. Um, so yeah, I and I, I love that for her. I feel like, so there are some people that think, you know, if you have any kind of disability, you just shouldn't have kids. We're, we aren't you going to go there. But there are people that think like that. They're very small-minded people out there. I think Janelle having a mum like me, who is visually impaired, I feel like it's just going to make her more understanding and um, more open and actually see people for fucking humans and not just as their disability. It's very important. Yes, you can acknowledge someone's disability. Yes, you can ask them questions. That's absolutely fine. But that is not the whole of us. That is not who we are. And it's weird because when I go outside, that's when I feel it the most. Like, I've got a lot of things to say I've got a lot of opinions do you know what I mean I'm a slag as well and no, I'm joking I'm not joking I'm joking obviously I'm not a slag I'm a respectable woman um but I just like I find that and maybe that's why I do podcasting actually because I find that outside people don't get to see my full personality because they don't see me as a full person they see me as oh that poor little blind girl isn't she so sweet and I'm like um, I'm not sweet at all. I mean, I am sweet, to be fair. I'm sweet. I'm a sweetheart. Um, and the last point is all my juicy bits. And what that means is sex. I talk about sex a lot, not gonna lie. Um, and the reason I talk about sex a lot is because there is a big thing about the desexualization of disabled people. Um, as I've just been saying because people don't see us as full humans if i go out on the street and meet a hot guy or a hot girl like they are not their first instinct is not to approach me and be like wagwan sexy okay don't ever approach me like that but do you know what i mean like that's not their that's not their 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 first thought and i do a lot of like 
online dating hmm, we, i can't even go into that because we'll be here for two hours but it's i find that it's um different when you tell somebody online that oh yeah i've got a visual impairment i use a cane they're like yeah yeah that's cool but actually going out on a date with me and having like other people stare at me because i have a cane not just because i'm buff um is is actually difficult for people to process and i always say like i need a man or a woman i'm just I'm bisexual so a man or a woman that is like able and willing to deal with that and I like to joke about it like I I don't want someone that's like I don't want someone that's going to be like aggressive and like so fucking looking at her like relax man it's okay like calm down like I want somebody that I can just vibe with and like we can have a laugh about it um so yeah that is yeah all, all the juicy bits on my podcast as I say I talk about sex a lot um love it we love it here allegedly but i'm not having sex at the moment allegedly because i got the coil right i got okay i got the marina coil and i've been bleeding they told me the doctor told me yeah she's like here put a pad on babes yeah before you go and i said okay when will the bleeding stop she said tomorrow two months later why am i still bleeding nah <laughs> i'm not even like i'm so pissed i'm so pissed i mean, that out of so i i'm i'm contemplating getting taken out because i can't i've been doing like my research and people say yeah it can take three to six months I, there's no way i'm bleeding for six months absolutely the fuck not absolutely you can fuck the fuck off i'm not doing that we're not doing that that is not acceptable i don't like it and it's making me feel a bit like moody as well so no we're not doing that my god should i get taken out i think i should People are like, mm, should I give it one more month? That's that take me to a three month mark. I don't know. I don't want to bleed for another month. It's irritating. Using tampons and pads again, it's not good for you. Not for two months straight. Anyway, so I don't know. <laughs> Do you know what? I sometimes, sometimes being a woman is difficult, isn't it? Um, it really is difficult. Um, but yeah, I feel like I've, I feel like I've broken myself down for you. And I hope that you have a better understanding of who I am. And I do hope that you, like, you know, check out my podcast. Um, it's on everything, like, I think, oh, do you know what I mean? It's on, like, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. <coughs> and also, some of my favourite interviews, can I just say, right? I interviewed Aloni. absolutely love her. We spoke about sex, we, talk, we spoke about um contraception and we spoke about going to the sexual health clinic because that's that is another story that is another story um uh and i um yeah i enjoyed them and at the beginning like when i didn't have anyone to interview i just interviewed my friends and that again was funny we was all drunk in Mallorca. was we in Mallorca? yeah i think it was in Mallorca. um and i literally was like oh let's do a podcast i put the phone down on the table on the balcony we was all slaughtered i was literally slurring my words um and yeah so those were some of like my really like fun episodes um and i enjoyed them but yeah definitely like check it out if you want to get in touch with me my instagram is at joy's world the podcast uh, on Twitter, it's at joyxoxo. I don't really tweet, but you can find me. You know what I mean? You could tweet me. I might tweet you back. Um, email me if you're a hot guy or a hot girl. Joyspodcast at hotmail.com. And can I just say thank you to the Dope Black Women podcast for having me on. Thank you for allowing me to take over. Yeah! 
I don't know why I, guys if you knew that I did the arm movements as well no is mad um but yeah thank you for having me um on your podcast I'm really really happy um and I always say this at the end of my podcast so I thought I'd say it at the end of this one remember to follow your dreams and follow me on instagram stay happy and live your best life always Mwah.